When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Mike Molina. Andy Brand Bernard. Mike Bryant. And we'll be right back in two minutes. Kickoff part three, Tom Bernard Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom here for Walzer, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram in Hopkins. You're invited to a new vehicle show Tuesday, May 1st from 6 to 9 p.m. They are launching the new 2019 Ram truck. This is the most widely anticipated launch in Ram history. If trucks aren't your thing, you might want to check out the city's largest inventory of Jeep Wranglers. There'll be food and refreshments and giveaways. This is a low-pressure, fun evening, and with Walzer's upfront pricing and lifetime powertrain warranty, they can make the buying process fun as well. Everyone who attends will automatically receive a coupon worth $500 towards the purchase of a new Ram or Wrangler. When you stop in, ask for Campbell Walzer and tell him I sent you. Though I love to tease him because he's Paul's son. He is a great guy, though, Uh, and has always taken good care of us. Put it on your calendars, Tuesday, May 1st, from 6 to 9 at Walzer Chrysler in Hopkins. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That well, works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Sid and Marty Croft, our special guests coming up later this hour. Michael Bryant, our in-studio guest. Uh, all right, so who'd the Patriots draft yesterday? They got two Georgia Bulldogs. They got a lineman and a uh, running back. Running back, yeah. And and he's supposed to be a good running yeah, back. Yeah, so. I cannot believe he was available at 30. Yeah, so it was a good pickup. I mean, that lineman, they don't know if he'll be able to play tackle, but we'll see. And the Vikings did something weird. Have uh, uh, anybody figured that out they, yet? They got a guy with domestic violence charges well, against them. But you know. no, I, but they no, need they, a lineman. They're idiots. Yes. Yeah, they need a lineman. They and, need an offensive lineman the worst way. The, their last three number one draft choices have been horrible. That's Laquan true. Treadwell, yeah. Trey Waynes is worthless, yeah. and now we got wife beater. Yeah, that's so, great. We'll see. Did it's Trump's just, lawyer do anything else today? Anything new with him today? I don't know. Uh, Andy, would you bring up any? Oh. any why? What, no, what yesterday, he, uh, yesterday on Fox and Friends, though, that was crazy. What did you say what his happened? name was? He, he went on a 30-minute ramble like he called into the show and was all over the place. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand. Somebody calls me up and says they did something. I can't tell anybody. 
Yeah. Of course you not. You're you my lawyer. Shut the hell up. That's all. I mean, they made a big mistake. The, Congress made a big mistake when they let Clinton be deposed while he was president. Yeah. And they should have said no. And that was just to protect the president, not for Clinton. Should have been to protect right. all presidents. No, I understand. But yeah. there's, how is this guy able to talk? I don't know. I don't know what happened to the world. You know, unless no he's idea. involved in something ongoing criminal. You know, if it's ongoing, then, then that means Trump is. But, uh, you know, um, but there's no way he should be able to talk. I couldn't agree more. I don't understand that at all. And now uh, these other lawyers are claiming that Trump said something real, got really damaging. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Calm down. Uh, I asked this question earlier, and I'm not taking sides on it, but I remember... Uh, a few weeks ago, Donald Trump was going to start a nuclear war by messing with North Korea. Yeah. And now North Korea has met with South Korea and declared an end to the Korean War. So is he going to get credit now? Well, he should get credit. He should. I don't yeah. like the way it was done. I, I scared. I mean, I understand. I had people that came out to me. They're just ordinary people. Just <clears throat> nothing special. You know, they, they do their job. They live their life. Everything's cool. They were kind of too worried about whether North Korea could be, blow us up. Whether South Korea could yeah, blow us was, up. And, was... and I told them, you know, they can't deliver it because they don't have no. the capacity. But, but we're still, nowhere near their sh- blast zone or whatever. But you shouldn't be scared of that. And you shouldn't have... I mean, he scared people with what he did. We've and, been scared of being new for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but the Russians are different than, you know, the whole... Was it any chess. scarier than when Barack Obama called... Uh, What's their name? I can't even remember their name. He called them the, the JV squad. Who's that? ISIS. ISIS. Oh, ISIS. Well, but ISIS that's, is uh, scary to begin with. That's what I'm know? saying. You yeah. can't call them the JV yeah. squad. No, no. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, he said ISIL. He always said ISIL. 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 Yeah, he never said ISIS. He said ISIL. They're, they're like using the same trucks. Like, it, yeah, apparently they, right. they buy all these used Ford yeah. trucks, and they're all driving them around with missile launchers. Well, what did we find? Remember that picture we had? Somebody sent us a picture here, the podcast. And it was weird because they, they take old, used American trucks <laughs> yeah. and put their missile launchers on them. Yeah. It was like, you yeah. know, Fred and Betty's Pizza on the sides of the truck. Yeah, that's what they were known for is they'll, they can make anything into a weapon, basically. Yeah. They'll oh. just take scrap parts of literally it's whatever. Just, you got a pizza delivery truck that's now got a rocket launcher on it. Like, what the hell? It's also why they're well known for blowing themselves up. Yeah, yeah. that's true. They're, they do. Well, you remember that SNL skit a few years back where it was a Toyota commercial and it was the daughter going off. You thought she was going to, you know, the dad was dropping her off curbside checking in an airport and you're thinking she's going to college or the military and she's joining ISIS. (laughs) Joining ISIL. (laughs) Joining ISIL. So yeah, as a lawyer, Mm -hmm. and you you consider yourself to lean left, you're not far left. I'm I'm liberal. I am. Yeah, but you're not far left. You know, it depends on who is naming it. For some people, I'm just crazy left, and other people, I'm more crazy, not left or right, but just crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, here's okay. I got that. Are you going to give him credit now? You were scared to death, and you were damning him, saying, "Oh my God, he's going to blow up the world." Are you going to give him credit now? And the other thing is, um. Now I lost my train of thought because, oh, the free speech situation. We are fighting for free speech, but you can't come on our campus and make a speech. I mean, what is that? Well, see, there's a whole dispute going on there because you got, like, soldiers who are mad at the football players. But they fight for the right so stupid football players can kneel. That's what they fight for. (laughs) And they get mad at it. And I understand they get mad at it, and it's disrespectful. But it's still, that's what we we stand for is people being able to – that's why we're not Korea and we're not China. I understand it. So it's that's why I don't. It's have, a weird I couldn't deal. care less. Yeah. You want to kneel? Go ahead. I don't give a rat's ass. But there's consequences to what you say. And yeah, there when are. you protest somebody coming on campus, you protest them, but you can't stop them from talking. The know? only problem that I have with that whole kneeling thing is the only reason that Colin Kaepernick Kaepernick I can never remember his name. The only reason he did that is so the Niners couldn't cut him. Two years mm, ago. There is that argument. Oh, there's no question. He only did it so they there's no way they could yeah. cut him out. Oh, yeah, he did there would have been mass protests. So that yeah. fraud. Well. And now Adidas, if you get a job with an NFL team, we'll sponsor you. What's the chance of that happening? Yeah. Come on. It's just not gonna happen. So, you know, that's it. I I just 
you can't have it both ways where this is what we believe in except for you. Yeah. Well, come on. Kind of a lot of people want it both ways, though. Yeah. That's well, what, a lot they, of people do want it both ways. They don't look ways. at it like the whole president thing. You know, we, we're allowing Clinton, no matter what, you can depose him. And then they decided, no, we don't want that for everybody. And that's I, the problem I know, run into. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand it. I'll never understand now, it. The one care. thing I got a question for Trump is he may be draining the swamp, really. When yeah, it's you're talking about done. draining the swamp. <laughs> when I saw another guy got the hook. Well, that guy, well, um, well, Ryan quit. Yeah, there Ryan was uh, no, there was a guy who got like the first, yeah, guy the first guy of, in his position to get fired in Ever. a billion in years history, or something. Right. I'll find it. Yeah. yeah, find it for me, Andy. Because <laughs> this guy from his position, a guy in that position's never been fired in the history of the United States. And they got rid of him. And they was got it rid of the him. chaplain. Yeah, it was yeah, the chaplain, chaplain. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they fired the chaplain. Why? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. So if you took a government car and you're drunk and you crashed it, why would you take a nomination? I don't think they'd find that out. Ronnie Jackson, right? (laughs) I don't really understand it myself. Uh, Although when I was in D.C., if I'd had an extra day, I was going to have you call Lindell up and give me a job for it. I just wanted a job to do anything. I'd be press secretary. I'd do anything for a day. Yeah, we could do that. (laughs) We could get that taken care of. A top Democratic congressman on Friday unsuccessfully tried to create a special committee to investigate why White House, uh, why House Speaker Paul Ryan abruptly fired the House chaplain last week. <laughs> Never happened in the United States history. I didn't even know they had a House chaplain. Yeah. I didn't either. We got one here, too, in St. Paul. We have a House chaplain? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. Probably. Representative Joe Crowley, a Democrat from New York, chairman of the House Democratic Caucus, introduced a resolution on the House floor calling for a new committee to examine the motivations and actions of Ryan when he unexpectedly told House Chaplain Patrick Conroy to resign or be forced out. Conroy has said he was blindsided, and some lawmakers in both parties, particularly Catholics, are furious. Yeah, the guy's name is Patrick Conroy. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get much more Catholic than that. Ryan has given no reason that he fired him either. Crowley's proposal would have created a six-member committee, three Republicans, three Democrats, to look at what happened. But the House voted to reject his proposal. 215 to 171, Representatives Patrick Meehan, a Republican from Pennsylvania, Tom Reed, a Republican from New York, were the only Republicans who voted with Democrats to create the committee. Three Republicans voted present. Reps Tom Rooney, present. David Joe, yeah, present. I don't want to be known on this vote because yeah. I might get some problems. I'm here, but I don't want to talk. <laughs> Why? Patrick Reed or Tom Reed? I'm betting he's a Catholic too, but yeah, I'm that's just true. You might be right. I don't understand. Why did he fire the chaplain? He's know. going away anyway. Uh, I don't know. Right? I mean, Paul Ryan is going away. He was the first yes, Jesuit yeah. chaplain. Maybe was that's their Jesuit? problem. They don't like them well, Jesuits. Paul, Paul Ryan's got to be Jesuit Catholic. Is. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so why would a Catholic fire a Catholic? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. First time in United States history the chaplain's been fired. <laughs> it makes – what is going on with these Trump people? really likes uh, the fact that he can fire – well, that's what that I mean, was his whole thing. Everybody. He's always – You're fire. That was like his deal. Fire. Why are people surprised that he's firing people? That's well, what he does. Did Trump fire the chaplain? No. Oh, Ryan. It was Ryan. Yeah, yeah Ryan did. Okay. Well, yeah, but um, Trump probably made him. No, Ryan and Trump don't get along. Ryan yeah. and Trump do not get along, so I don't think sometimes they do. If you ask me yeah. to like name Rarely. the current like, what do you call it, uh, group of people who run the country, the, cabinet. That's it. The cabinet. The cabinet. Yeah, yeah. If you told me to name the cabinet, I could name one person, and that's well, Trump. nobody can because they change every it, day. Ben Carson doesn't there. help. Yeah, Ben yeah. Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah, with that awesome. thirty thousand dollar desk. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's yeah okay. Who else? I didn't even know oh, he's, the, he's the C. <laughs> well, you got the Scott Pruitt guy. Scott Pruitt, the EPA yeah. guy, who's a big Pruitt. spender. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, we lost the guy whose wife took the plane to California. But then you got the treasurer whose wife. Remember, she took a government plane. Well, and... but he's gone. I thought no, Mnuchin. 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 Isn't he gone? Though? No, 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 he's I not. Thought, I thought no, he he's got still fired. around. I wish he would have gotten fired yeah. after that uh, salt tax uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got Jeff Son Sessions. Sessions, yeah, Sessions is in there. For now. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. going to be long gone. I can guarantee and, uh, you that. Mike Pompeo just got See, confirmed. Oh, Molina. Yeah. Molina's just running him off. I know. You he's know? got him. The undersecretary, got him the undersecretary is Bob Smith. What, did your TV stop working? <laughs> <laughs> sit around the house and well, reading up the, on everything. When I'm not watching sports, that's the only thing that's on now is politics. Well, that's pretty much true. <laughs> pretty much true. I don't know. It, it, it's the whole thing to me. From the time I was a little kid, I, and I'm very serious about this, when I was 11 years old and Kennedy was assassinated, when they killed the president, I thought, well, this, this is never going to work. 
Mm. It's just, mm. It just doesn't work. When you can just go ahead and kill the president, there's, we got problems. I'm honestly mm. surprised there haven't been more assassination attempts. There's so many crazy people very, out there. It's very hard to assassinate yeah. a president. That's why I don't understand why that happened. Well, but it's you not difficult to try and fail. But you can't That's get near them anymore. No! I mean, it's no. like oh, unbelievable no. You no, know, no, no. on how much security there is now. And I suppose but, if you're that visibly crazy, no one's going to give you a sniper rifle. Well, no, you hope <laughs> not, unless it's your dad. I mean, that one idiot yeah. whose dad gave him a gun, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, hey, look. How, how often do you see me driving, me, riding around the top down on the Mustang? I don't even ride around fully exposed. Forget it. I don't need that uh, headache, literally. I'm surprised Catherine they haven't tried to call it, crawl out the back. I, t- I told Catherine I was going to get a Pope mobile. <laughs> so I can just stand up and wave to people. Be bulletproof glass all around the place. It would be wonderful. It would be fantastic. Mm. If you weren't convinced you were an old person before, this should pretty much uh, seal it. A new survey showed pictures of old technology to kids who were between 6 and 18 years old and asked them what they were looking at, and here are the results, which I now serve you. (laughs) They try to put a joke in there. We don't like that. Okay, they showed a 6 to 18-year-olds pager. 86% of uh, kids 6 to 18 years old had no idea what a pager was. Really? Which is really good news for radio because they use a pager-like device to do the ratings. I haven't seen a pager. The most recent experience i have with a pager i can remember i was probably like eight years old and you were telling me it's like you know oh i just got this new pager and you know they can page me whatever and then within two years it was yeah it was obsolete it was obsolete i'm not that surprised i carried one for a little while they're just like there's literally no reason for them to exist anymore no that's that's very well cell phones do the job yeah yeah cell phones do the same thing but track us with pagers now they can track us wherever the hell we are. Everywhere you are. You, know? well, you can open that up your phone and destroy the GPS chip, I guess. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Overhead projector, 71% had no idea what it was. What? Well, how tough That's is so, it to look? Okay. I'm in trial, okay? Yeah. I'm in trial. Right. John tells me, John Bradshaw, who at that point was very active in the firm, yeah. tells me practice with it during the trial. I don't need to practice with an overhead projector. Who needs to practice with one? Oh, yeah. Well, if, you're, if it's sitting on the council table and you look over the top of it, you go blind. Yeah. <laughs> really? So I look at the jury and I couldn't see anything for about 30 seconds. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's like I shoots told a laser you to beam. With that damn thing. Yeah. I guess John knew what he was talking about. <laughs> shoots a laser right into your retina. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Um, I suppose That's that weird is about projectors, though, because they're in classrooms. I know. Still. They yeah. still like they, use them. Yeah, they use them. Yeah, they're probably still using overhead <laughs> <laughs> projectors. I remember, yeah, I remember all through grade school yeah. and high school, we sure had them. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I gotta tell you a great story. You gotta do a little editing after this one, Andy. We had a guy, a kid who transferred uh, to North High School when I was a sophomore, and he was from uh, no, I was a yeah, I was a sophomore. He was from Panama. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Is they would bring in the reel to reels with the projectors and all that stuff for health class or whatever. Now that I have not seen reel to reels. Wow. Reel to reels, right? So they bring it in, and it was always blurry at first. Mm-hmm. So. The kid's name was Boris. He was Boris from, from, from Panama. Panama. Boris, Boris from Panama. From Boris, Panama. Panama. Boris from Panama. <laughs> was his dad very white? And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. He wasn't. But the greatest thing about it was is they would turn on the projector, and it was always blurry for the first 30 seconds, and we could count on Boris would lean back and go, Fuck us! Fuck us! <laughs> We're like, no, no, Boris, it's focus. Fo, focus. <laughs> He's a good guy, actually. We'll be right back and find out what the hell else is wrong with the world right after this, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to the pure joy of hanging out on the dock. 
you, family, friends, and the calm of the water. If this sounds like heaven, you're going to want a flow dock. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. And get this, you could install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flo's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to Flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Call or visit Flo's newest dealer in Chanhassen. Lakeshore Equipment, 952-474-DOC, or lakeshoreequipment.com, of course. Flow docks and lifts, a better way. Now it's time for Magnumpy. Magnumpy. Well, I remember speaking of the Boris story, uh, you told the story about your Japanese friend's mom. Oh, that yeah. was, oh yeah. But and I, I actually know why she said it that way. Okay, well, you can tell me after I tell the story. You'll love this friend of mine. Matter of fact, he, he's a very successful voiceover guy now. Really, really great guy. His grandmother was in Japan, right? So she was, and don't be getting after me because I have to do the best job I can of trying to imitate her. So I'm not making fun of Japanese people. The accent actually has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. So uh, he brings home a bunch of his uh, a bunch of his buddies, like three, four of his buddies. Hey, Grandma, how you doing? Oh, a boy uh, hungry. And and they go, yeah, yeah, we're it's lunchtime. Oh, I make a a sandwich. Will you like a Will you like a bread? And they all go, yeah, yeah. The bread sounds good. Will you like a butter? Uh, yeah, a little butter on there would be good. You like uh, Jerry? They said, what? Jerry. And my friend goes, jelly. She wants to know if you want jelly on your sandwich. <laughs> and he go, yeah, that sounds good. And she goes, will you like a penis butt? <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest stories of all. Would you like a penis butt? <laughs> so why would she have said it that way, Andy? Because in Japan, for some reason, a lot of loanwords from English, uh, they'll put an S, like, they say suits case instead of suitcase. Oh, suitcase? For yeah. some reason. Penis. So they say peanuts butter, which, with a Japanese accent, because they tend to Wait, drop the last butter. syllable right. of the words. Yeah, it comes out as peanuts butt. <laughs> <laughs> peanuts butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just an unfortunate wow. coincidence. Wow. Well, actually, I think you know him. Oh, okay. Dan McCaig. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. his. It was his wow, grandmother. His grandmother. When huh? he tells that story, it is phenomenal. <laughs> the day chocolate oh. and peanuts butts came together. Would you like a, would you like a peanut butt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> what did she say? God, I haven't seen McKay in a while. McKay's doing. Uh, he's he doing good. The, he does the voiceover for uh, Aflac. Yep, he does. Oh, yeah, he does very well. He's the duck on Aflac. Yep. Is that a duck or a goose? I could never tell. I, I think, think, it's, a think duck. it's a duck. It's a duck. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a duck. Because it's a duck. quack. Aflac, I guess. Yeah, it's a duck. By the way, I never really got that. Mom, your mom and I were sitting at home a couple of days ago watching the news. They're going, "Oh, we're so excited to report to you, and we've got video of it and everything. The first loons have returned to Minnesota. There's open water, and the first loons are back." And Catherine goes, "Do you think I should call them and tell them those are mergansers? (laughs) (laughs) They weren't even loons. They were showing." They were completely different birds. Well, yeah, mergansers, I mean, they look kind of like loons, I guess. Kind of, in a way. But, but she said, those are mergansers. As a They're Minnesotan, you have to know what a loon looks like. <laughs> They're pretty, like, yeah, the dots. State bird. Yeah. Like, well, then one of them, she said, one of them has a white chest and the other one doesn't. That's the number one way you can tell that it's that a merganser is not a loon. Huh. But I don't remember which one it is, but they're all excited. Look at these loons. <laughs> well, those aren't loons, but other than that. I actually don't see I don't see loons that often. No, you don't see that many loons. Are they all up north or what? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. Maybe sure. a state of mergansers that, you know. I see plenty yeah. of uh, Canada geese, that's for sure. Oh, those God. should be our state bird. They leave turds everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Eating golf courses. 
Oh, God, yep. yeah. And oh, they absolutely. honk 24 hours a day because they're just so dumb. I love it when people try to, like, golfers will walk up to a goose and start yelling at it. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Goose does not care. <laughs> Did you see that video earlier this week <laughs> the of the attack. golfer? Yeah, just got attacked as a high schooler. Yeah. What happened? Ah, oh, where was it? In I, Florida someplace, okay. I thought. Yeah, Yeah, so. some high school golfer was out there, and uh, I think it was... Guy. A woman. Here we go. Young, Goose levels yeah. golfer reasserting dominance over all yeah, humankind. Yeah, you watched the video. <laughs> in Michigan? Oh, was it Michigan? I thought okay. it was Florida. Blissfield, oh. Michigan. Okay. Yeah, the, a 16-year-old competing in the Madison Tournament at the World Creek Golf Course in Adrian, Michigan. Yeah, they they, the they hate golfers for yeah. some reason. They were aware of a goose nest on their left, and then a goose just, you know, they got too close, and there it came. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can see a goose, like, just flying at him. Yeah. Well, there was one down at Flagler. There was a bird down in Flagler Avenue this winter over Christmas. Apparently, she she just had laid eggs. Yeah. yeah. She was attacking everything that yeah, walked down well, Flagler yeah. Avenue. It's her babies. It's her babies. Yeah, yeah. for some reason. dive bombing you when you're taking a walk. The heavier birds, when they lay eggs, they get really violent. Yeah, they, they, it's, this one did. It's There's a good thing. They, in Florida, they have these birds called sandhill cranes. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, it's a good thing they don't get violent because oh they are, they've got to be like four feet tall and they have this like probably six inch long sharp beak that they could, they could easily like impale you with it. Yeah. They could impale you. But they don't because I don't know. I, I guess we'd probably have hunted them all to well, extinction if they did. Plus nobody goes close to them. You know, it's not a one you go up to pet. No, you don't pet them. <laughs> but you can like, you can, yes, you can get close enough to them. His mouth. Yeah, you can Not you can just get plan. within a few feet of them and toss them bread, and they'll just yeah. eat it, and they don't care. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. But the, close, yeah, you just yeah. don't want one of them to peck you. Okay, you want me to do the last uh, few things on this uh, oh, the this kids? list? The kids. Okay. Uh, floppy disk, sixty-seven percent didn't know yeah. what it was. Cassette, forty percent. Videotape, thirty-seven percent. Videotape. That kind of surprises me. Oh, they think been... someplace they would have seen a videotape. Do you think? I don't know. Yeah. The last time I watched a, a VHS tape, I had to have been maybe. 15 at the oldest. But so, aren't they around that you've seen them someplace? I don't think so. Around? I think they're just... Well, I mean, even when they were new, there was like a 10% chance of them just exploding into ribbons when That's you true. use them. So That's they probably all true. have died by now. I do remember uh, Joe McFadden, who was the branch manager for Capitol Records, bought me my very first VCR. Mm-hmm. They were the kind that you the loaded them the top, the giant ones, <laughs> yeah. and you loaded them from the top, <laughs> and it dropped down. It was like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Yep. This thing was like twelve hundred bucks. And now you literally can't give them away. Yeah. No, you cannot. And I do remember getting that from him for Christmas, and I, th- I thought to myself, God, you can you can watch a movie on at home. No, it's crazy. This is gonna be this is crazy, man. If they ever come out with The Godfather, I don't know. I'd probably end up watching it over and over and over again. It's just amazing. Uh, in the in the past, well, let's see. When I was working at Capitol, I was 25 years old when I started there. So yeah, I mean, the past few decades, man, the world has changed a lot. Look at that. I mean, I know. I, I mean, I can pull up whatever I want on this. Yeah, thing. my first one you was know? this big. Yeah. Yes. God, those things were gigantic. They weighed a ton too. Coming up to me in Wright County, I had the antenna up. I had the little thing. He's like, "You got like fifty cords here." You know, it's like a, a radio station. You get your own radio you station. Know? And it used to it drop calls all the time. And yeah. oh god, yes. So then you'd watch the X Files, and they were like in Alaska and making phone calls. Yeah, no problem. Not a problem at all. Well, I remember looking this up. Uh, the iPhone six is 120 million times faster than the Apollo moon landing computer. Wow. Uh, Wow. 120 million times faster. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jeez. Oh, yeah. We could, you could literally uh, do this, like, you could um, do the calculations for 120 mo- million simultaneous moon landings on your phone. Wow. With this thing that they, it took an entire room and, like, 20 people to run back then. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this one makes me sad, actually. Only 27% of the kids knew what a typewriter was. Yeah. Now, that's surprising because of we, hipsters. We still got a typewriter, Brad, Sean Bryant. They still use it sometimes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. How do you not know what a typewriter is? Yeah, hipsters 
like typewriters, so you'd think they would have seen them. Twenty six percent of kids did not know what a record player was. That's another yeah. surprise. Yeah. Which is Although a surprise. Vinyls are coming back. Yeah. 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 yeah so, vinyls coming back. So how do you not know what a record player is? Hmm. Unless they meant like a forty five that dropped their forty five down. You know, the, I don't know. Uh, twenty three. Only twenty three percent knew what a. Uh, oh, excuse me. Twenty three percent didn't know what a postcard was. Okay. 9% did not know what a disposable camera was. Well, how would you not know what a well, camera? Yeah, you could guess yeah. by looking at it. By looking at it, you could guess yeah. if it's a camera. Yeah. Yeah. 9% no of sense. kids aren't very smart, apparently. This one that surprised me, 95% of kids knew what a rotary phone was. Well, but it looks like a phone. That's been in movies, though. They've been using uh, it as a too. joke. That's They've been true. using that in, like, Stranger Things. They've been doing That's things true. jokes with that, so that would make sense. The Kids don't know phone. how to use it. They look at it like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? <laughs> imagine you pull that number all the way over and you let it roll back. I've used a rotary phone one time. One time? And it's the worst. It's in... Um, yeah, it takes forever. The Al Capone movie. Where um, where Elliot Ness, I think whoever the the guy was that shot him, yeah, has to walk down the street to call from the payphone. Oh, yeah, you know, oh right. he killed him finally, and walked, yeah, I know, so he walked down the street to use the payphone, and now you cannot find a payphone no. to save your life. No, it's not happening. Oh God, I saw. Have you seen the Andy? Have you seen seen the photo of this this story? No. Oh God, I'll show it to you afterward because it's underneath this text. If there were more people with this kind of passion in the newspaper industry, maybe it wouldn't be dying. A newspaper delivery guy in Anchorage, Alaska, was attacked by three guys around 3.30 in the morning on Tuesday. At least one of them had a knife and stabbed him several times on his upper and lower body. He was bleeding heavily. But instead of calling 911 or going to the hospital, he just continued his route and kept delivering papers. The cops didn't find out about it until three hours later when several customers were calling 911. They got worried when they found bloody newspapers on their doorsteps and saw a trail of blood in the hallway of their apartment building. I think this guy might have been drinking. I think maybe. they were all drinking. Look at this. Can you blow that picture up, Andy? Look at this newspaper. Wow. There's blood all over that. <laughs> yeah, wow. There it is on your welcome uh, mat. Yeah, that sounds like alcohol to me. They'll get everyone on the porch from now on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Police are still trying to find the guys who did it. This is unbelievable. The wow. guy, I mean, there's blood all over the newspaper they're showing. I don't really understand why. You, so, well, it's 3.30 in the morning, so yeah. you might be right. It's Alaska. It's, it's probably light out. Shweel. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alaska is the number one state for capita for drinking. That's, yeah, your, yeah. that's by well, a lot. A big drinking. When state. we were when we were there, we took a cruise. They they were walking from one place to another place, like the treatment center or someplace. It was like walking the the zombies going by. You just really? Street loads of people, just all alcoholics, just wandering down the street. Really? Yeah, it was kind of scary. All boozed up. All boozed up. So. Oh, that's sad. That's very very sad. What are you gonna do? Uh, are we going to bring him on now and then go to break? Uh, sure. We could do that. Uh, now, they didn't both call in, did they? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I talk, we're on the phone. I talked to Marty uh, a couple of days ago, but Sid, uh, you you uh, must have been busy or something. You know, Tom, I'm having trouble. I can't hear you. You can't hear me at all? No. I'll fix that. All right, Andy. All right, my son's going to fix it. There we go. Okay. There, there, there. That should do it. Is that much better? Well, not much better, but a little. You know, Sid, you sound just like my mother now. I will tell you. Why is that? What do you mean, like your mother? <laughs> because she would say things. Why like, would you say that? Because she would say things like, "That's eh, better, but not a lot better." Today. <laughs> she, oh, really? she was. She was a yeah. wonderful, wonderful woman. I will tell you that. Well, so, I'm a wonderful, wonderful man. So it's, uh, <laughs> we're a great couple. Well, I'll tell you something. When when we found out, the people in the studio found out we were going to have Sid and Marty Croft on together. Uh, since I was a, a little boy, my son Andy's with us, Mike Bryant, um, Mike Molina, we're all in studio. Sid and Marty Croft, the creators of some of the most beloved series in television history, including H.R. H &R Puffin stuff, the original Land of the Lost, the Bugaloos, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, Electra Woman, Dinah Girl, Dr. Shrinker. Uh, what an honor. Honest to God, Sid and Marty Croft. It's just... Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, everything you just said is true. That you're Absolutely wonderful? Absolutely true, yeah. 
<laughs> hey, that works for me. I, okay. I, it does. I uh, sit in Marty Croft to receive Lifetime Achievement Awards at the 45th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards. Sid, Sid and Marty Croft will be honored on Friday. Uh, that's today. That, that is, right. just in a few hours from now, right? Yeah, God, that's the w- beauty of it is that we don't have to win anything. <laughs> you're already you won it. You don't have to. You don't have to work on anything. You don't have to do anything. Well, I think you worked rather hard for how many? How many years now? So, uh, actually, Marty and myself, we've been partners for sixty, but uh, we've been uh, doing television for fifty years. Oh my God, that makes us both a little old, doesn't it? <laughs> fifty years. So yeah. Well, I, well, I'll tell yeah. you something. I'll tell you both something. I yeah, was a. Well, I was a. Had rabbit ears. Yeah, the TV's had rabbit ears. That's exactly right. But I, the first yeah. time I ever sit, saw Sid and Marty Croft show, I was uh, 15 years old. So I was, I've been around almost as long as you guys have. But I tell you, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I've loved your stuff the whole time. I do need to take a very, very quick break, but only for about a minute and a half. So we'll be right back with you, you fellas. Okay. Oh yeah, we're holding on. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Tom Bernard show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. And now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost of Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, May 21st, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really fast. I lost over 40 pounds at Nutramost of Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that our weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, The Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food. I'm never hungry. Nutramost of Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost of Plymouth dinner on May 21st. Space is limited. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. I remember when my older brother came home from Vietnam and how proud I was to be seen with him in uniform. I'm a huge supporter of our military men and women and always have been. I've also got a soft spot for women and children. Lincoln said in his second inaugural speech that we should take care of the wounded and care for the widows and orphans. That's exactly what the Gold Star Ride Foundation does. This summer, the Gold Star Ride Foundation will travel across the country visiting Gold Star families on an ambitious adventure to help those families and remind them they are not forgotten. I made a commitment to help this organization just like Weston Choppers, Northlight Color, and Print Media Minnesota, and you should too. It's pretty easy to do. Just visit www.goldstarride.org and click the donate button. Many of my listeners already have, and that's great, but let's not forget, we're all in this together. www.goldstarride.org. Today's a good day to do it. Be proud of our veterans and their families. Make a contribution today. If you haven't already, make sure to check out the best of the Tom Bernard Show, brought to you by Brad, Sean, Bryant, or as he's known, the backup to my hard drive, every Saturday at noon for highlights from the past week and classic moments from our vault. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bryant's in studio. Mike Molina, Andy is with us as well and the legendary Sid and Marty Croft to receive Lifetime Achievement Awards at the 45th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards that is today just a few hours from now Uh, Sid and Marty Michael Bryant is with us he's a prominent attorney here in the state and he's just reminiscing about his childhood now <laughs> looking, he's looking at all the things that you guys did I love those Saturday specials you guys did about the cartoons that were coming up and some of these shows oh, yeah, they were fabulous yeah, we did many of those so, I guess 7 or 8 or 9 or whatever it was so has anybody ever watched Here's Irving? I'm, I'm sorry they got this unaired oh, pilot that you guys did that. way back Here's Irving it was the first thing you did yeah well, well, did anybody watch it? Did you well, did you do you? that in Canada? Wow, that is so bizarre. You know, we were both working with Judy Garland at the time oh, wow. in Las Vegas, and we came in to shoot that. It was a pilot, and um, uh, it, it didn't sell, but 
It sure is a damn cute show. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun for me to sit here and, and, and talk about Sid and Marty Croft shows and Michael Bryan, of course, and, and, and everybody's looking down the list of all the things that you did and going, oh, God, I remember what I would But But some of us were sitting here thinking, well, God, I, when that that was on in '91, I was I was a little older there. I shouldn't have been. I should sitting there in my pajamas watching Sid and Marty Croft shows when I'm in my late twenties. Don't 20s. feel bad because there are about 40 million people out there that are older, and they can sing the theme songs when you run into oh, the you bet. street. Isn't that wonderful? I would say that if I stopped 10 people, five of them knew at least two lines of each song. And they know all the characters. It's, oh, yeah. it's just amazing to us because, you know, that was quite a few years ago. It was a while back. There's well, no doubt. Yeah. question. Yes, sir. Yeah. I hear Sid breaking up a little bit. Is that just me? I think no, it is he, just. He sounds fine. A yeah, little like vibrating. Everybody sounds good. No, we don't hear okay. him vibrating at all. Marty, I just think it's your, your heart beating because you're excited about getting a Lifetime Achievement Award That's in a couple bad. hours. Yeah. No, I know. I'm excited that my heart is beating. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Let me tell you one thing here, and I, I know you haven't brought it up yet, but uh, we're probably the only company left from the kids' business, you know, including yes. Barbera and everybody, that uh, is still survived. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's kind of wild that we're able to do it. And there are only two companies left, or there's only two companies, period, that have libraries that has never sold out. And one's an elephant, and one's a flea. Well, guess who the flea is in the elephant's Disney. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. And then we're, you know, we're always going to be in the action, because we probably got in our family more kids than Disney had. Yeah. And, so we got three, I got three daughters. One is a great producer and uh, takes care of running everything in the office. So, you know, this is all the next generation. We got three generations out there right now. So we're, we're, we're lucky. And, uh, and of course, we've got a hit show at Nickelodeon, uh -huh. which is Mutton Stuff with 23 yep. Dogs. Yep. And we've, in the last two and a half years, uh, 73 episodes were picked up. And we just completed two one-hour specials. And we're going to go on the road. So... You know, the, the company is still alive and breathing. You know, I tell you, I got to tell you something, Marty. You and I were talking about this very, very thing the other day. And later on today, when you were both handed the Lifetime Achievement Awards at the 45th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards, uh, you know, you've received other awards, there's no question about it. But to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award, when you hold that in your hand and you look back at all the joy you've brought people in the world, it's going to be pretty overwhelming, don't you think? It's overwhelming before they even hand it to you, you yeah. know. Yeah. We never you know, dreamt the great that. Thing about it is this morning, we're at CBS on the lot, and one of the security guys just bought it for me for $100. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sid, you were saying something about it's overwhelming now, yes. Well, of course it is. You know, we never even dreamt about that. We, we always dreamt about just, being nominated for a show. We did 26 titles, series. And so, you know, we were nominated three times, and we never won. The first time, we lost out to Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy, Andy and Mike, do you even know who that is? nominated more than those many times. Wow. I don't remember how many Emmys we won as our shows. Yeah, but, yeah, but not us personally. Yeah, you know, for sets and and other stuff. Yeah. Well, for composing and. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we. But have. now we're winning for Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, you know? that's a different deal. It's a completely <laughs> different deal. Yes. So the the addition of Emmys was a little different, but that's good. It is good, <laughs> uh, but it must be very very yeah, pleasing. You guys have done what you've wanted to do your entire life. You've done it the way you wanted to do it. It's gone on now, as you said, for 50 years, a little more than that, actually. Uh, are you both looking back at it now? Like, we, we did what we wanted to do. We did it the way we wanted to do it. And, and you, got, you have to be very pleased with your body of, of work in your, in your lifetime. Well, I don't, I don't look back. Oh, you don't I, at all? 
Okay. So I'm living for today. Sure. In the moment, and we'll see what happens. Because I have this expression about the future. If you want to give God a good laugh, tell him what your plans are. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to use that. Matter of fact, I'm going to steal that if it's okay with you. Of course. Send me a check. <laughs> I'll send you a check, Marty. I promise. Yeah. I will say, Sid, I'm really happy that you were able to you come on the show because, as I said, I, a couple of days ago, I do a morning show as well, and Marty was on. And then when I heard, oh, cool. I heard you were, well, I, I wasn't in the office at that time, but now we're hooking up. I'm at home, and Marty's in the office. I'm where I'm supposed to be in the office. Oh, yeah. he's at home. Sid's at home, and Marty's at the office working. Sid's just reclining. Uh, no, I just got back from the gym. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, well. Yeah, nice Marty will love that because he loves when I go to the gym to stay healthy. Don't worry about Sid. He's 116, and he goes to the gym seven times a week. <laughs> wow. A, I didn't know Sid was 116 years old. No, I thought he was a bit younger. No, I'll be, you know, you want to hear the truth next year, I'll be 90. 90 years old next year. Yeah. Um. So. That is cool. I, I, uh, I've always, every day that I wake up, I'm so grateful, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm old right now. No, it's but, wonderful. I just care. I care about one thing, that I wake up. <laughs> That's it. Well, I do, too. I, I understand what you're saying, absolutely. We all do, yeah. Well, waking up is real big. Waking up is a big thing. Without uh, tipping your hand what you're going to do in a couple of hours when you receive your Lifetime Achievement Awards, do you do you have plans? You both have plans of what you might say, just a couple of words that, that you might bring up. Yeah, I, well, I got one. I, I don't know whether you know this, that, uh, that David Arquette, who's a close friend of ours and has been a number of our shows, mm-hmm. is giving us the award tonight. Oh, that's okay. good. That's right, you want me to tell you what I... I'll, I'll give you one line. One line is good, because I don't want you to give the whole you know, thing away. I'm afraid of that Sid will probably steal the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a possibility. I'm going to close with one thought to live by for the audience. On your worst day, help somebody else. Huh. Yeah. That's wonderful. Sid, are you going to steal that? No, I'm not. I got a better one than that. So. <laughs> oh, you do. It's better. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's better. I don't know. No. It is a one. Now, I know you've, we've only got a minute or two left, and I wanted to ask you both. Was it your family, your mother, your father, uh, you know, grandmother, grandfather, uncles and aunts, who inspired you to do what you did? Is there is there one group of people or just one person? or Who inspired you to do what you both done? Well, Marty can answer that because we came I'll from... We didn't come from a show business family. Right, right, they right, didn't right. even understand it. You know, the one thing, the one person that meant the most to Sid when he was in Ringling Brothers was the tattooed lady. She had the most to say about Sid's life. Because he was close to her. Really? He was from aristocracy. Nobody knew she was the tattooed lady where she lived. She covered herself up when she wasn't in the circus. Really? Huh. They weren't expecting this. I'm hearing silence. No, I, it's just a fascinating story that... that, that said, Marty made that up. I know he did. That's why <laughs> I, I sat back and said, I didn't say... Because Mar- yeah. I don't know how old you were, Marty, when I was in the circus, 1944. I wasn't born for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty was born in 38. Yeah. So you guys, are doing, you guys are doing an Amazon series now, right? Right, <laughs> Yeah. You're doing a series. Marty Croft this morning. You need to send a check to us. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But you guys are doing an Amazon series now, right? Yeah. We're uh, so yeah. How uh, different is uh, it to do we Amazon went to streaming? Because that was the next thing. Yep. Of course, I have no idea how many people are watching. Yeah, that's a problem. Eleven or eleven hundred. When we're on Nickelodeon, I know what we get right. over a million kids a day. How so, different so is we, it from... We got that show on. It's, we're proud of it. And David Arquette is the villain. Oh. The first villain oh. we had was Wishy Poo. The oh. last villain we had was David Arquette. Nice. Playing Barnabas, looking for sea monsters. Okay. 
I tell you, let me just say this uh, because I know you have to move on. Sid and Marty Croft, all of our, and I, and I mean this sincerely, all of our love to you because of all the joy you. you've given us and the happiness you've given us. You guys deserve it. You really, we really appreciate your work. I, I certainly do. I think everybody in this room does. So, as they say, as they used to say when I was a, a little kid, God bless you and have a magnificent night tonight at the Emmy Awards. Right. Congratulations. Thank you. Can I Thank ask you. you one question? Yes, sir. Why is your name down from a, an hour and a half from now? We're going to be doing another interview. My, na- my name is? Yep, that's wrong. I'm only kidding. That would make, that would make <laughs> three interviews in a week. Yeah, you're unbelievable, <laughs> Marty, honestly. Sid, how do you put up with Marty on a daily basis? Uh, don't even start. <laughs> you, you'll be going off the air if you're here the whole story. Yeah. Great okay, joy. All right, Tom. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you so me. much, Tom. I really appreciate it. Congratulations. That, uh, Anything else you have there? Have a good day. Thanks. We'll get it done. Oh. Sid and Marty Croft received Lifetime Achievement Awards at the 45th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards tonight. I, I loved talking to Marty oh, the other day. Cool. I mean, it's just these uh, two old Jewish guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so what we do when we get together is we talk about this, and then it works out. <laughs> send me a check. Send me a check. <laughs> send me a check. Do you even know who Witchy Poo is, Andy? I know the name. Okay. She was quite Similar the villain. Similar to a lot of their stuff. She was Witchy quite the villain. Poo. Yeah. But, God, to go from Judy Garland yeah, in the 40s exactly. to Amazon streaming. Yeah. Holy cow, they've seen life. How things change. Oh, man. I and love I, that. I, it sounded like I, was rip, I wasn't ripping them. It no. just said it was un, you know, unaired. So who watched it? You know? I just love the fact <laughs> that he said, and I was working with Judy Garland, and Marty goes, I wasn't born yet. That's a lie. He was born in 1938. <laughs> so one's at 80 and one's about to turn 90. Yeah. Wow. That's, see, that's just, I love that so much about, uh, about the show business, that they've been making kids happy and people happy for 50 years I wonder why it took so long to, for them to get the Lifetime Achievement Award. That makes yeah. no sense to me. Uh, who knows? Oh, I here mean, we go. Uh, here's Irving was in the 2003 DVD box set of H.R. Puff and stuff. So finally, after oh, almost 50 years. It got aired? Yeah. That's it where finally I came out. It. That's where I got to find it. Yeah, they <laughs> got to track it down so you can watch it. Absolutely. Judy Garland. Yeah, it was their first pilot. Yep. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. I saw that on that list. That was amazing. I love that their producer kept kept going. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know we got to go buddy. calm down there. But these producers are such a pain in the ass. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I know when they're supposed to be gone. <laughs> Shut up. Stop making those noises. You're a pain in the ass. That's all I have to say. Sid and Marty Croft to receive lifetime achievement awards at the 45th annual Daytime Emmy Awards tonight is the night. <laughs> and then Marty goes. Why is your name down for an hour and a half? <laughs> I'm like, God. He's working he's, shtick. He's working shtick on me, man. Well, thanks very much for being with us. This was a great show. A lot of fun. Thanks uh, for Cy si, si stopping in. Uh, Michael Malone, one of my favorite people. He's a wonderful guy. He's got his new CD out. It's available everywhere. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Tom Bernard Show.